I had my first panic attack when I was a child. We went to uh, the IMAX theater at Discovery Place in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they have a <clears throat> a domed one, right? And we went to go see the March of the Penguins or whatever, some penguin IMAX film. And I got inside the theater. The film was probably 20 minutes long. I sat down in the theater with my parents and I started freaking out because like it throws off your perception, the IMAX. And I have my first panic attack and mom says, go stand outside. I want to watch the penguins. movie." Take a pro wrestling podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Varnum. Joining me today, as always, Cookie. Yeah, buddy. Toe Bear. Yeah, I'm here. I feel like I'm living inside the podcast. (laughs) He's high and wearing headphones, everybody. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) There's disembodied voices everywhere. And uh, Mike, who who arrived late, better late than never. Mike, uh, we we had a sneaking suspicion that you were golfing today. Would that be why you were late? Yes, walking in the woods. That's what I was doing. You were golfing. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, you took my girlfriend's advice and wrote us a shit list before you went golfing. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't, I, I have something, but I don't know if I can get angry enough to. Really just get it out there. So you were angry enough until went golfing. You went golfing. It's a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day, Mike. And and that's why we had asked you yeah. beforehand to get angry, to get mad, to get pissed off, Mike. As I stand up pointing my finger at you, because I can do that with these headphones now. I don't get a headphone. You were late. You were late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and didn't we say last week that Tober probably needs it more than anybody? Because True, because he never moves talks to the mic. I don't, it's weird, though. I'm trying to get used to it. What? It, it's like, not hard. I, I, it's not hard, Tober. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Just it. don't touch it. Don't, yeah, don't don't mess with it. I'm going to have to sanitize it because it's in that beard of yours that I, I'm not. I take very good care of this beard. This beard, you could eat off this beard. You, you do. I've seen you eat off that beard. Uh, Mike, how was your week? I had a great week. Uh, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cookie. <laughs> Took the wife. Throw out the episode away. <laughs> <laughs> Went and saw Tobert at the bar. He was already off, so we had a beer together. Mm-hmm. Went to Shuck and Shack, had a gift card, ate way too much seafood, but it was amazing. What kind of seafood did you eat? They had a $3 taco special, so I got two mahi tacos, a shrimp taco, a tuna taco, and a chicken just to see. Kinda, chicken? We got to, like, ground it. At a seafood restaurant? We got to ground it and, make sure, and see how much better all that other shit was. How was the chicken taco? Terrible. The yeah. tuna taco was amazing. <laughs> Why would you eat a chicken taco at a seafood place? Again, just to get a ground floor level of, you know, what it could be versus what it was did you guys did you specifically eat any oysters because your wife doesn't like i did i had a dozen yeah they were dollar 25 did you consummate those uh (laughs) did it make you a little randy afterwards it it, it didn't but (laughs) just gave him gout i was i was so full afterwards gout and a boner (laughs) my toe hurts and my dick is hard 
I don't know he's walking by. Does that guy get off by stubbing his toe? <laughs> and eating oysters. <laughs> so tell me, <laughs> I can't even look at you again. It's two weeks in a row. I can't do it. Uh, what what other things? Anything good? Went uh, to the did the axe throwing thing and axes and allies. That was novel. Yeah, I, I've been to Tolbert and I yeah, threw we, axes last year. Yeah, we did that uh, in Durham before the some show. It's Oakley like a, Oakley. Oakley. Yeah, yeah before <laughs> Oakley Dunkley. It's uh, it's like the bowling. Uber ride. I'll I'll do it once a year. Maybe it was cool, but yeah, you can do it in your backyard too. So my cousin actually has built his own axe throwing thing in his backyard. Yeah, you just need five two by sixes. It's not that hard. And he put it on a big ass oak tree. Yeah. and like put it on there, and you just throw it. Yeah, I thought they were gonna have like special like throwing axes. No, they're like Ace Hardware roofing axes. Yeah, it's cheap stuff, man. You gotta like you gotta keep your your overhead down there. I mean, it's just wooden axes. You got to think about the liability, but of, a lot of, of liability I feel of like. throwing yeah. axes. Those, there were axes coming back at you. Ricochet axes. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's gotten hurt. Oh, absolutely. I've seen some videos oh, of people. I guess you have to use a wooden handle because if you use a plastic one, it'll bounce back at you. Have you seen the video? Oh, I watched, I watched the one of the chick like, yeah, ducking yeah. out of the way. Well, that's that's cool. wild. So were there like what, what were the guidelines there? like socially distancing and stuff uh i mean we we kept to our lane but like there's a bar in there and nobody was really i wore my mask you did yeah did it seem like a like an america first place no it just like seemed like i don't know i mean i i don't understand it's hard, it's hard to like you're interacting you're doing all this other stuff yeah, how, like, how a place and like you that have a bar survive. yeah it's so, tough you know you, you respect it you do you, that's why you, everybody's gonna do their own part and so i just you know stayed away from the crowds and there you go. In my, my alley. There you go. Uh, Tolbert. Man, I don't know. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Not what, nothing exciting is going on. We can't go anywhere. I'm still working all the time. It has been almost a year of this mess. Yeah. Almost. We've got like. Not to mention the weather has been terrible. Yeah, this is the first this nice day. Week. First yeah. two nice days in a while. Awful. But, no. you know, I've been, I've been working a lot. Um Doing some getting uh, a jump on spring cleaning, trying to get the house nice. I thought you spring cleaned last week. It's, a, it's a never ending process, man. It's always a closet or something to clean out. Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I get I it. Know. We've been doing it, too. Like we, uh, we planned a trip to Ikea today. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Things are exciting around the Tolbert household. Thinking about getting an aquarium. I don't know. We'll see. Aquariums are a lot more yeah. work than you think. A lot of work. I've had aquariums. What's that, what size are you going to get? Oh, just a little guy. It's going to be a saltwater. No, fresh those water. are the worst. Yeah. Fresh water. I don't know, man. I, I, I've been. <laughs> Tober just wants to get living, high and look at fish. Just living the COVID <laughs> dream, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm like thinking about it. Uh, probably our 100th episode will coincide with maybe the first week of lockdown that we had yeah. last year. It'll probably be like the one year anniversary of that. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, what, it's a great Lovely. Great time here on a $2 steak. <laughs> Cookie! Yes, yes, yes. What did you do in Charlotte? Dude, um, so this, actually yesterday, we celebrated Diane's, uh, Diane's birthday is next Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and we have another buddy of ours who um, was celebrating her birthday. Hers was on Valentine's Day. And last night, we got her, we got them drunk. Tequila, you know what I'm saying? Some margaritas and a bunch of Trulies and some high noons. I don't know if you guys know what those are. You guys might. Nope. Yeah, it's like a vodka seltzer type of thing. All the young. Oh, kids. I do know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're uh, currently in the ER right now, or at least that's what they feel like because they're uh, hurting. 
Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Cookie. Cookie's like, yeah, honey, I can't be with you during the ER portion. I, uh, <laughs> is this hospital got Wi-Fi? I have a... Uh... <laughs> Jesus. Dude, have you're you doing got, your podcast i was and, gonna say we're gonna come visit you when we go to ikea in charlotte but not anymore man we might end up in the er <laughs> no man i i guess well you know we were trying to find those smirnoff like the big tall fat smirnoffs you know what i'm talking about we were trying to find no. those for them the ones no, that you find at any gas station bodegas, we're not yeah. they weren't there i i looked at this uh the sunico or whatever it was there they were not there so we how do you pronounce it is it sunoco Sonico? Yeah. Oh, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, instead, Official we got the sponsor old... of NASCAR fuel. Oh, yeah. Daytona 500 was just drinking too. like a hobo now, hanging <laughs> outside of gas stations. You didn't want any of that Mad Dog 2020? Uh, they didn't have that either. Art, no. You, you just went to a really uppity Sonoka. You got to like this, this shady gas station where you don't want to get gas because you don't think it's going to be actual gas. I, That's where you got to go. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of which, Mike texts me this week, and, and apparently the gas station that I get actual gas from did not have actual gas this week, and it blew up somebody's engine. Yeah, fuck her car up. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the little handy much, huke. Well, too, I'm not even going to say. Had too much uh, ethanol <laughs> in, in the gas. So. Got to cut that out. <laughs> Andy Hugo's, you've made. <laughs> yeah. If it was my car, yeah, I would be going on a tear. I get gas there occasionally too, but not anymore. I, I do too, like, because it's very convenient of me. Like, as I'm leaving the house, like, it's there, it's on the right. I don't have to go across any lanes of traffic. It's there. And they gave me a Macho Man Randy Savage a year yeah. ago. So, you know, I have to, you know, take the good and the bad. Uh, the bad being my truck being totaled because the engine falls. Now you got a Toyota, man. You'll be fine. Yeah, the Toyota runs on ethanol. It runs on everything. Literally. You can pour anything in that gas tank. It'll run. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, what it's have I day. done this week? Uh, yesterday was my mother's birthday. We, we got to uh, eat some takeout Indochine Ooh, together. Nice. Uh, that's about it. It was, real, it was a real boring week. I, that's why I rely on, on you guys because I <laughs> I'm living vicariously through you guys because I'm a homebody. I'm, I'm not leaving the house much. Your wife texted me today and she's like showing me all these pictures from 2018. And she's like, look, you were like hanging out with us all the time. I'm like, there was not a pandemic then. <laughs> Facts. A I little did, harder. I did see those photos and I went, man, I miss like going out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a different time. I, I was a different person back then. Uh, I did some schoolwork. Uh, what else? Jasmine and I made a lot of chaffles this week. Chaffles. Oh, Chaffle. gosh. Here we go. Cookie. <laughs> Why didn't you make chaffles for the podcast? I was. Uh, maybe I, I might do that next next Sunday. I might could do that. Yeah. I didn't know because, Mike, uh, you didn't give us a firm time of when you wanted to start. I, I laid out exactly what was going to happen. No, no, no. At two o'clock, you, you sent me a message and said, uh, I'm going to be a touch late. Yeah, a touch. I a told touch. you guys yesterday what I was going to probably be late. I understand. I understand. And we we knew what it was. And it was Tolbert who put his foot down in the chat to tell you he set a boundary yesterday against yeah. you. And I, I kind of just you fucked it up. <laughs> Brushed it off a little you bit. You broke his trust. <laughs> we'll always know to uh, put the foot down 30 minutes before you actually want to put down. Yeah. So I want you to look. <laughs> Tolbert straight in the eyes. 
That's the rule. And apologize to him. No apology needed. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Ah! <laughs> it was going to be a stick. In my, in my head, I'm like, well, it's over. It probably has to work at four. So we can get this done. Uh, anyways, uh, this week I got to watch Young Rock. Very entertaining show. Cookie, what did you think? Oh, it was such an awesome show, man. I popped so hard for the Wild Samoans, Andre the Giant, all those characters. Everything about it, it was, it was pretty funny. A little cheesy in parts, but it was like a good, wholesome television show. We enjoyed it. Watched a lot more This Is Us, the greatest uh, dramedy in all of the history of television. Y'all, Never do you know it. the dad died in a house <laughs> fire? Never seen it. From Never. a crock pot. <laughs> Mind blown. On Super Bowl Sunday, he's a big Steelers fan. It's set in Pittsburgh. No, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> you would cry, Mike. I, I know you. you. You're a very sensitive young man. All right. Anyways, let's talk about some wrestling. We're we're doing uh, more of the same this week. Uh, Cookie, do we have? I'm trying to think. Do we have one more week that we can fit in with Black History Month here on the podcast? Uh, next Sunday, yeah, will be we, yeah. we could still review black wrestlers outside of February. What What are you trying to say, Mike? I'm just saying you don't have to pigeonhole yourself. I'm not, but but what I'm saying <laughs> is it, it's given us a a a a little bit a of a, a kick in the butt. Yes. All right. So this week we're, we're continuing that trend. This week we are talking about one, Mark Henry, two, Jazz, and three, the Godfather, and a little bit of Big Daddy V. Viscera. So uh, let's talk about some wrestling. Mike, for your match this week, you have got the silverback of the SmackDown jungle, Mark Henry against Daniel Bryan. Yes, Mark Henry, Daniel Bryan, SmackDown, November 29th, 2011. I didn't get a location. Uh, I didn't either. Didn't matter. Um, this is a, <laughs> this is for the world heavyweight title. That's right. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and just say this is trash all the way through. It is a steel cage match. Really? I hated this thing. Hated it. It's on a fucking SmackDown. Daniel Bryan's got the money in the, the bank briefcase. He didn't have to use it to get the title shot. Stupid. Right? Did he have the briefcase? Yeah. And so you know that he's not going to fucking win. Okay. As soon as he walks out, and they're like, oh, yeah, he didn't even have to. And you're like, well, they're not going to fucking give the title away on a SmackDown. Okay. To a guy who has a shot at the title whenever he wants it. Okay. So it's just terrible booking. All right. Steel cage match. Everybody knows my disdain for WWE steel cage matches. Yeah, I forget about it every time. Um, and then after you, you bring it up, I say, oh, you don't yeah. like him. Yeah. Mike does not like steel cage. It's matches. fucking stupid. Um, but I will say at least they had the option to pin or submit uh-huh. in this one. It wasn't just the first one to push out and escape the cage. Um, they're leading into it. Apparently, Mark Henry got jumped by the big show. And he did a big old chair leg drop on Mark Henry's leg. So they're talking about how Daniel Bryan's going to take down the beast by submission and going to be targeting the leg. Um, but, I mean, it should be good, right? It's Mark Henry and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, it just shits the bed. I don't know. I didn't like it at all. I enjoyed the match. I didn't. It was. I did, I did too. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. It was just, I think it's because. It was a WWE steel cage match. I think and so. You, you, you get, go into it you with get, a preconceived. You thing. get this high fire Daniel Bryan, who's you know quick and fast and all this sort of shit until he goes to climb over outside the cage. It's just like, come on. 
And it's it's so stupid because Mark Henry could literally yeet Daniel Bryan across the fucking ring and he did and just be like, open the door, like literally get the corner next to the door, yeet him, and then walk out. I don't know. It's just I I didn't like anything about this. And it, I knew Daniel Bryan wasn't gonna win because Mike, the, be honest with me. Did you actually watch the match? Yeah, I watched it. I didn't like it at all. Cookie. The, Mike, what did you think about the visual scene like Mark Henry? Like the you know, when his music hits. Oh, Mark Henry, I mean back. it's he he's like, yeah, a superstar. It okay. like I feel like there could have been a better Mark Henry match. I mean, I'm sure there could be. I mean, it's Daniel, but I found this. It's Daniel Bryan. Like they're working hard. Like it's it's okay. I just I think it's just my disdain for the WWE steel cage match. Mark Henry comes out to three six mafia, walks down the street, walk, walks down the aisle. He goes inside the ring. He starts threatening him. I will say that the heavyweight championship belt that Mark Henry had, I love that belt. It doesn't have some big. Stupid looking W on it. Well, that that was actually the the model that they had in WCW. Yeah. So like that. That's it's just a great looking belt, and uh, Daniel Bryan sells his ass off. The world's was it world's strongest slam? Yeah. Off the corner post was good. Popped for that. I did like when when Daniel Bryan was trying to climb out of the cage. He got crotched by Mark Henry, and then Mark Henry gives him a nice lariat while he was. His, yeah. His, and you, I mean, you get a little bit of chain wrestling and some submission stuff, and it's 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 cool to see Daniel Bryan like try to again take down this behemoth of a man. Um, I mean, he's four hundred and five pounds. Look, you know me. I want a good story, and I I wrote this story as soon as I. Before the match even started, I was like, I know how this is going to go exactly. Well, I think that the story was pretty decent, though. Like, he, he had a hurt leg, and, and Daniel Bryan's keying in on that throughout the match. whoop do fucking do All right. Well, there this, we go. If this was not a cage match, do you think you would have enjoyed it, Mike? Yeah, probably. Or if Daniel Bryan didn't somehow get a championship match without having to use the briefcase. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. I was watching it this morning. I'm like, this this is garbage. All right, Mike. uh, (laughs) Give me your wrestling is part of it. But for me, it's all about the story. And I I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Mike. WWE garbage. Mike, go go walk the links. (laughs) Imagine how angry I would be if I hadn't just gone golf. I would have preferred it. Yeah. This is like a, a, a middling. I'm sorry. You go, you go ahead and tell me like what was awesome about it. I just told you. All right. Well, so there's like two things then. I enjoyed, I enjoy Mark Henry's presence in I, the ring. Again, I love Daniel Bryan watching him wrestle. I like Mark Henry. He's a good guy. I just, just didn't do it for me. It is a, a David and Goliath story. One, you, you see a very technical wrestler against a very, very power centric wrestler in Mark Henry. Mark Henry comes in. Mark Henry's got an angel, uh, an ankle an ankle injury and uh daniel bryan a submission specialist keying it on that throughout the match he can't he, he's so big he can't climb out of the cage yeah he did get the, the bell lock locked in but like mark henry just kind of like stood up yeah and he's, and a, you know, he's a beast yeah he's, he's such a big dude and you have to think of everything he's gone through since my match he's, he's gone through a lot he has a very <laughs> he's evolved <laughs> Past Mike, and we'll talk on that later. He, he's an addict, Mike. <laughs> is he? He is an addict. He's got that addiction gene within him, and we're going to talk about that in, in Tolbert's match. That this man, he's overcome. <laughs> anyway, give me your social media update. <laughs> social media, I don't know. Three oh seven. Aaron, Aaron had one fucking Simpsons post this week. It was well, funny. What, I liked it. What was it? It was the. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> You're making fun of Taz. Yeah, talking about Taz, Sting's bat. Taz, the whole time was like, give me the bat, Sting. I did like his stupid looking hat. No, he looks like he... What, explain how you so described I, Taz. I, I said Taz looks like the guys that try to still try to come in the bar without masks, even though it's been like, <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you mean? mean? <laughs> exactly what he looked like. I will say I, I had one of my favorite tweets. You, you liked it. Too. I loved it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like normally if I get a good one, I send it to the group because I want you guys to you know give me praise and make, tell me I'm funny. Um, this one I just kind of let sit there. It did terrible, but it's hilarious. So Dory Funk Jr., God the, bless the soul. Japanese sex god. <laughs> you know, the golden statue, Dory Funk Jr. was that AEW. They also had a women's uh, match. It was a title match, right? Uh, no, no, no. It was a part of the uh, tournament. Tournament. Okay. And I, I said, rumor has it that the true Japanese lay sex god, Dory Funk Jr., <laughs> is present at AEW Dynamite this evening. Someone should be tasked with keeping Riho away from him. <laughs> <laughs> They, I, and I'm really surprised that AEW only did one cutaway to him the entire yeah. night. And it was during the FTR match. But, like, cut away to that man. That man is, like, a living legend. Yeah. He doesn't have much time left with us. I was really hoping that Terry was there, too. He wasn't. I know. He wasn't. He would have been. And, and apparently, the guy who runs his Twitter account talked to him after they made the announcement that they're going to do an exploding barbed wire death match. And Terry Funk is very excited about it. And that's all I want to hear. Well, I think they probably didn't invite Terry because they know he's going to try to take a bump. <laughs> or, or just throw a chair. <laughs> yeah, you're like, Terry, you, you, can't, you can't do it. It's please, please, sir. There's a pandemic, sir. Sir, sir stand back. <laughs> it's over. Did you post on Instagram at all this nope. week? No, nah, man. Uh, no. What? That's why we're down to 146. Ooh. Oh, sex, sex bot? Or, or was it an actual follower? It was probably an actual follower. Um. But yeah, that's the social media update. You guys ready for some hits and shits? Yes, yes. yes. It's um, I don't know how to say it, but the rocks tequila. He has a tequila. I have that. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. I wanted to try it. Is it it's, good? Yeah, it's super yeah. smooth. I really liked it. I really? It on, I see it on social media yeah. all the time. What's it called? Terra Termana? Something yes, like that. Terramana. Where did you find it? It was at Nate's house. He bought it because it was the rocks. Well, I, mean, I think he just bought it because he wanted needed tequila. Does huh. it come in a bowl shaped uh, tequila? No, bottle? but I was making like rock references and nobody was laughing last night. I would have laughed. I know you would have, but uh, yeah. Finally, <laughs> the tequila. <laughs> I, I dropped it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, what's the, what? did, was the bottle like shined up real nice? It's <laughs> <laughs> sideways. Was it, was it turned sideways? <laughs> I don't think I actually I use I don't think I used that one last night, but yeah. Um, but hey, shout out Rock, great tequila. Go ahead and Rock, big fan of two dollar steak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear that guy's got a lot of time on his hands, so he definitely listens to us. Well, he wakes up at like three in the morning. Yeah, it's, we're the perfect workout podcast. Are we? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, shits this week. Um, so with everything that's been going on weather wise here as well as down in Texas, you know the shit storm that was. Mm-hmm. Texas uh, we got a lot of comments at work um, regarding global warming at work. Yeah. Why did this come up in a, a scientific setting? Well, people, cause you just talk random stuff. Oh, is and this so, the so, patients? Yeah. You'd be like, Oh man, how about, how about that Texas stuff? Like, Oh yeah. You know, guys, the global warming, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, and I, it's so hard for me to bite my tongue and be like, there is a difference between weather and climate. 
Um, I, I think people miss it, it's a misnomer that it's well, called no, global it's, warming. It's ignorance. It's and pure people, ignorance. People associate global warming with it always having to be hot. And then they see something that's extreme cold and they don't realize that it should be like it's, it should be argued yeah, climate change. Yeah, yeah, it's Well, that's not real anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, ignorant people regarding climate change and global warming. <laughs> You've made big mics. Shitless. Shitless. <laughs> Shitless. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't get angry. I, was, I, I had five pars today. I just can't. I can't get angry. Out of nine holes, I parked five of them. Uh, global warming. <laughs> this is terrible. Deniers. I'm just. I'm just so happy. You have made big mics. Shitless. Thanks, lasers. <laughs> Don't get me started about that dumb lady who thinks the Jews started the wildfires with space lasers. I, I actually asked what? my Jewish friend. I have a very close Jewish friend. <laughs> and I said, I didn't know your people. Oh, <laughs> my the technology to shoot lasers from space. That's pretty boss. <laughs> think we can use it for our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. All right, Mike. That was a lackluster segment from <laughs> that was terrible. Mike. Might be one of my worst segments ever. I don't know. I think I it, it's probably your second worst. <laughs> At least it wasn't like to your dad sitting beside you the whole time. And then after you did the segment, he said, that was not a good segment. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't have your father here to, to judge was, you. That was the worst. That was gold. <laughs> that sucked. Yeah. That, that was bad. We got a little peek into Mike's childhood. <laughs> At least my dad's vocal about it all the time. He's at two ball games like, you suck. <laughs> Way to miss that block. Yeah, Play the Kurt Angle theme music. You <laughs> suck. Like what Mike will be. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you definitely will be that father. He's going to like I'm going to keep golfing. These and and be nice. Uh, yeah. Unless, unless Elliot or Hudson sucks at golf. Then we're gonna... Hey, Mike, before we, we in, finish your segment, tell me about what happened uh, with Elliot and, and Hudson. Oh, it wasn't Elliot Hudson. It was Elliot and Sully. Jesus Christ. The, it was the, another child. The, they like they were the girls had put the dog beds in the in the living room so the boys can like jump around and they're like doing kids stuff, right? Like jumping and tackling each other and all this sort of stuff. And then Elliot spears little Sully down to the ground and then goes not for the pillow. He goes for the ottoman footrest mm. and picks it up in the air like he's going to fucking smash it on Sully. <laughs> oh, luckily, my God. Luckily, the mothers intervened. Um, and Allie fell back as she yelled at Elliot. And I was like, absolutely. You should have smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was outside and like, Amanda's like yelling at me about what's happening in the living room. I'm like, you're inside in the living room. Like, your child's about to kill somebody <laughs> from what he saw with this. <laughs> we did watch Hardcore Heaven. Hardcore Heaven, nineteen ninety nine. It's like ECW people just chucking shit into the. the... Use this toaster. Oh. Hudson's just trying to hand you a frying pan. <laughs> Come on, man, use this. Use this. Hudson did push Elliot down the other day, and I cracked up. Really? Yeah. Well, Hudson, like now that he's mobile, like he's got the lower he, center of gravity, and he, he's just got he's dense. He's, he's a dense just, boy. He's just a dense one. He used the leverage. He got Elliot right in the, the chest and just <laughs> popped him right up. Just like, you know, football, man. Low man wins. I, I want you to look it up. I, I think that you're I think Elliot or I think Hudson is going to be more of a King Kong Bundy. <laughs> <looking kid. laughs> a King right Kong. Now, he looks very much like King Kong Bundy. 
<laughs> He's gonna be asking for the five count on, on people. Dress him up for this. That's this year's Halloween. Yeah, he, he's King Kong. But as long as as long as he doesn't lean out, he's getting tall now, so he's he's losing some of his chub. <laughs> All right, time for the strong style cookie. Yes, you asked for a jazz matchup. You got jazz versus Thunder Rosa. Tell me about your match. Thunder Rosa versus jazz. This is for the, was it CWE? Was that what the- uh, it was? S-W-E. 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 Okay. Um, yes. Uh, jazz. From what I can remember, man, she used to be in the WWF and she was just before her time, man. She was. Well before yeah, time. she started off in ECW, like the original ECW. So really, I didn't it's know kind that. of a cool deal. Yeah. Well, she just is like you know the same character, like just Jack, black girl. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, badass. And uh, she she started off there, then got sent to OVW. And then after OVW, they seasoned her a little bit. She got pulled up to WWE, yeah. eventually winning the women's uh, championship for WWE. Now, I believe she was the second African American woman to do that, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Who was and, the first? Uh, Do you know? I thought it was Jacqueline, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe. Yeah, I think that might be uh, that is seems correct. Yeah, Jacqueline, then uh, then Jazz, and it's kind of crazy to think, but I think Naomi's only the fourth. Yes, Naomi, and then I guess Sasha would count, and then that's Sasha it. Counts. Yeah, and no, 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 uh, Layla might count too. They might put her in there. <laughs> Damn, they may. I'm not sure. She's like, I don't know what she is to be honest with you. <laughs> But anyway, um, so this this jazz that I have, she looks like, you know, the henchman from like the Black Panther movies. Yes, I thought about that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what she looks like. <laughs> she's just a badass. She's got the, like, the gladiator gear. She's got the all black leather. Like she looks like someone I would not want to fuck with. Um, and, you know, I can say the same thing about Thunderosa because Thunderosa. I don't even know how to describe her. She's kind of like a. Uh, like a day of the dead kind of gimmick with like the half face paint, sugar skull stuff. And, you know, she also looks like she, I mean, these are two badasses going back and forth. Um, and Thunder Rosa is, what, what did they say? The longest reigning champion? NWA. No, no. Jazz is the longest reigning NWA champion at the time. Oh, okay. Ja- okay. Well, so this is, uh, this is two different styles meeting. This is a young, the youth versus the, uh, the older, more veteran seasoned veteran. Um, because I think Thunder Rosa, she looks like she's young Yeah. in this. This is like very early in her career. Um, but on paper, I was like, this is probably going to be a good match. Nice 10-minute match. And this was a great story that was told. Unlike Mike's match, who uh, I guess didn't get a great story, unfortunately. Nothing. Nothing. Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Shit. On fire. Number cookies, top four, number one. Number one goes to the cameraman, all right? I, I'm going to be that guy. Them hips. Them hips on Thunder Rosa. Good God. Those gyrations that she was doing. I think somebody would say that they do not lie. They they damn sure don't lie. I think she went to the Shakira class of uh, twerking, gyrating, hips, hip movements, all the same. Um, they did something to you, boy, is all I got to say. <laughs> And uh, that pause cameraman paused. <laughs> Two minutes later, he had to double pause it. He's like, "Well, Diane's in the ER, so." <laughs> hey, listen, I'm not going to go into detail. That'll be saved for uh, the two dollar steak after dark session. You know, when everybody <laughs> 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 that'll 
That's the what it, it's going to be on Cinemax, like Tolbert just said. Um, but anyway, yeah, the cameraman just happened to find that ass, like Aaron would say, every time. Fucking loved it. But Thunder Rosa, <laughs> with all due respect, amazing. Just looks amazing. And she got the crowd involved in this match. And she just just full of charisma. And I loved it. So that's number one. Number two. The story, the storytelling by Jazz. Uh, Jazz was the main worker in this match. She worked the back. Um, she was telling a great story by doing it. So she was doing chops to the back. She was, you know, holding waist locks, just working it and doing bear hugs. And, you know, you don't see that a lot, especially in women's wrestling, especially this day and age. You'll see a lot of, you know, they'll try to go to the top rope, hit high flying moves or, you know, the Meteoria is big right now. And you can kind of see like Thunder Rosa is doing like the current stuff where Jazz was doing a lot of the um, the wily veteran typical techniques. Um, she's more of the technician in the match. And so, like I said, they told a great story of, you know, just young versus old. And this was and this was it. And I loved it. So kudos to Jazz for doing that. It's it's working a different style. Like like you said, like Jazz with like a more of an old school working a hold instead of Thunder Rosa, who's like working towards a spot like they're trying yes. to get the yes. match spot to spot to spot. And That's Jazz a, is that kind yes. of wrestler that is actually working it in a more legitimate style that is working hold for hold, working body parts, and just trying to be a more technical style. Yeah. And it kind of – I, I kind of hate to say this, but it kind of made Thunder Rosa look a little weak because she didn't – this just isn't her style. Like, what she does right now, and she's working with Deeb and um, all these other AEW wrestlers – like she looks, she fits in because they're working spot to spot to spot and it makes her look good. But in this match, like Jazz just looked like the stronger competitor. Right. At the end of the day. Um, and like I said, kudos to Jazz because like an old school fan like me and I, probably 10 years you know, ago, I probably wouldn't have been, or five years ago, I wouldn't have been saying this. But now after watching all these matches due to the podcast and all these things, like I love the old school style. I love working holes. I love stories being told. Um, and this one told a great story. I'm like Mike's match. Once again, I'm sorry, Mike. It's all right. <laughs> Number three. Uh, Thunder Rosa, man. Uh, so she at one point transitions like into a guillotine choke. So I, I, could, I guess like they probably got before the, got up before the match and like Wonder, like they probably got together and thought about some working holes that Thunder Rosa could do that made her look strong. And she did get a couple. She got a guillotine choke off, like off the bear hug. That looked pretty good. But, you know, Jazz once again took over and just started unleashing some strong Irish whips. Like, think about that. Like, just doing an Irish whip, which is just throwing a person into the turnbuckle, told a great story. Once again, working that back. Um, and like, like I said, it just made Thunder Rosa look like the weaker link. And I did, did she have the title or did she not have the title? She had the title for that promotion. Yes. She Thunder did have Rosa. the title at this point. So I, I didn't even know this was a title match until the very end. So, I mean, it sucks for her, but jazz fucking phenomenal. Anyway, number four, number four, Thunder Rosa hitting this beautiful running clothesline. Good spot. Then she hits a meteora, which is again, like the, you know, typical spots that we see these days. And then she goes for like this, I think it's her, like a back, I don't know what this move is called. It's like a back submission type of thing. What do you, what do you call that, Aaron? I, I have no clue. I was kind of weirded out by it too. I had no idea what that was. Yeah, she kind of like tries to take 
I don't know. It's like she tried to like grab her legs and also grab her head at the same time and try and, you know, work Jazz's back. But, you know, irony, her back goes out being Thunderosa. Her back goes out because Jazz has been working it the entire time. Jazz rolls up Thunderosa, wins the title. Um, and by the way, that is a beautiful belt, that red belt. Looked yeah, amazing. it looked good. It looked really good. Um, I don't know much about this promotion, but, you know, to have these two wrestlers, this was a good match. It wasn't phenomenal. It didn't, like, you know, knock my socks off or anything, but... It was solid. It was, good. It was a solid match, you know, unlike Mike's match, which, uh, yeah, just uh, shit the bed, I guess. Flat. Sorry, Mike. Boring. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Yep. Honorable mentions. Thunder Rosa's hips again. Doing <laughs> Jesus Christ. Good Lord. Like I said, does something to the boy and you guys just have to listen, you know, to the unrated version, the after dark special. Uh, are you going to be producing this on your own or do I have to do that too? Because I have some homework I got to finish up. Yeah. I figured you were going to produce it. And then Tolbert would, you know, me and Tolbert will just talk about, you know, oh, what we see. I, I can play the sexy bass lines for it. <laughs> do the music. Yeah. There we go. That's what I like. Um, <laughs> I don't really have many honorable mentions. Uh, Jazz had, she showed a little charisma. She did the little hip movement thing and then just start smiling at Thunder Rosa. Like, uh, you know, just, I guess, getting her heat. Cause I think she's the heel in this match. I think yeah, it is she actually, in, in her pin attempt at the end, it kind of fell flat on, on the screen, but she did have a foot on the rope and the referee was supposed to not see it. And that was like the pin attempt thing. Uh, uh, the referee was not good and his positioning was terrible in it. And he definitely could see the foot on the rope, but then yeah. acted like he did not see the foot on the rope. Yeah, that was, I did. Yeah. That one fell flat with me. I didn't even see it to be honest with you. I just noticed the roll up and saw her win the title. And I was like, okay, that's it. Uh, that was it. But this is all in all. I think this was, I'll give it three cookies. Okay. Solid match. Solid match. I really liked the the rap music, the little rap bass line coming into the match. Did you notice that? I did not. Uh, it sounded like some funky uh, Thundercat music playing in the beginning. They probably did. They probably. Oh yeah, yeah. I did hear that at the beginning. I did. Yes. I did. Some some uh, Dragon Ball do rag, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yes. Godfather's in the house. Grab your bitches. All right, for uh, we we wanted to, to we we had a match that was a little lackluster. Then we had a, a better match, and then now we're we're gonna bring the gravitas this to this a, podcast. This is a Hall of Fame match if I've ever seen one. This is a, a the, the gravitas. The importance of this match um, cannot be understated. Uh, this is a first on the podcast. This is our very first. Winner take hose match here on two dollar steak, a pro wrestling podcast. We have got Godfather against Big Daddy V Viscera. Yeah, I really didn't see it going this way. No, uh, nor did I. <laughs> it was uh, we got swerved. We we got swerved. <laughs> so uh, did them hose. Them hose got swerved. Poor poor hose. <laughs> All right, we uh, we start off with a little vignette of what's going on last week. In the business, uh, we call that a cold open. Yeah, it cold is open. a nice cold open before the yeah. credits roll. Yeah. You kind of get an establishment of what the story is going to be going. And uh, t tell we me about this we story. We jumped right into it. So uh, apparently the, the, the week before, uh, Viscera had it out with the Godfather mm -hmm. and uh, did his classic big old splash, hurt him up pretty good. Bruised his ribs. Internal bleeding. Internal bleeding. Yeah. And Mark Henry 
came to the rescue because he has an admitted sex addiction and he's seeking the godfather's help who else would you you know seek help you know from uh so it's it starts off where uh godfather is looking for mark henry can't find him or his hose anywhere (laughs) and he's knocking on doors and he knocks on one door and he hears something he's like man what the hell well come on mark get out of there i know you're in there with, with all my ladies of the night get out of there he ends up kicking the door in only to find mark henry shirtless surrounded by uh 14 women <laughs> many many <Yeah>. women <laughs> yes and he collects them he's like man we got business to tend to let's go so they march out and we get the beautiful raw is war opening from 1999 i, I do miss the indoor pyro you know i always I love the too, missiles yeah. that come down yeah there's two missiles that come down do the explosion oh that was great gets the crowd pumped and of course they're pumped to see godfather you know at, at this point everybody is there's many many signs in the crowd expressing their love for these ladies <laughs> uh in fact they love him so much they boo godfather when he comes out <laughs> hopeless until he introduces the hose <laughs> the whole train yeah you hear uh, you hear that music hit everyone uh it's very excited and they parade down mark henry is buttoning his shirt back up um they make with their way and they're dancing around uh godfather gets on the mic does his classic uh pimpin ain't easy speech you know roll a fatty for this pimp daddy because pimpin ain't easy it is not yeah here it's it not. and as we tough. see throughout this match it, it is a tough <laughs> yeah you, you it is a gotta, tough profession yeah in, in, in the pimp game you always have to watch your back that's right i think uh i think the godfather forgot about this for a moment <laughs> lessons think, were learned yeah, lessons were learned because his opponent the big mighty viscera comes out next he's mean he's nasty um looking like missy elliott in that in the he uh, looks like a he looks like a deflated <laughs> missy elliott yeah. in the rain, in the rain. video with this big trash bag uh, on him viscera looks like he ate the cast of blade trinity <laughs> <laughs> except for triple h viscera looks like wesley snipes after a stint in federal prison god rest his soul get him <laughs> But, oh, yeah, he's big and mean, and uh, he comes down the ring. He's got a few things to say as well, and he grabs the mic. He's like, hey, man, let's 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 put something on the line here. You know, if I beat you, I get all your hoes or mine. And Mark Henry, you get to do whatever you want with him. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's and not so, – I mean, he's an enabler yeah, in, in this, he is. In this he relationship. Knows, he knows what he's doing. He, Vistras, he may look crazy, but he's not dumb. So uh, Henry's, you know, reluctant but interested. <laughs> and uh, Godfather's like, you know, oh, you want to make this uh, uh, <laughs> winner take hose match? Let's do it. Um, Vistra doesn't waste any time. He goes right to Godfather, pounded on him, man. Big splashes. He's actually got some moves for a big guy. Yeah, he threw a he, like little corkscrew back heel kick. He looked good. Yeah, he looked good. He's I was really, surprised. Uh, you know, he's he's a big dude. He he's he's huge so he looks good going against uh godfather so we mentioned earlier that uh mark henry is 405 pounds right yeah. he, he's 400 yeah viscera 500 pounds this man is 100 pounds more than mark henry dude he's always he's damn near seven feet tall as well he, he's crazy you know what though i bet viscera doesn't have abs like mark henry no <laughs> did you see that no when he was buttoning his shirt up motherfucker had abs 400 pounds ripped that's insane it's it's scary that is scary 
But uh, so, you know, Visser starts putting a pounding on Godfather. But Godfather comes back, you know, after a, a, a few mm-hmm. interruptions from Visser's, Visser's protege. What was his name? Midian. Uh, Midian, yes. He was Midian. in uh, The Brood and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would come out naked sometimes. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> yeah, he interferes, interferes uh, 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 a few times, giving uh, Visser the upper hand. So the ref kicks him out. He says, man, get the fuck out of here. You weird looking motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> So he, so he leaves, but this gives Viscera the upper hand after a little bit of offense from uh, Godfather to uh, just put him away. And you think uh, he's got it won, but Godfather still has a few tricks up his stylish sleeves and gives him a few of his patented arm, arm bar back heel kicks that look oh so great. And again, in the corner, he's going to go for his patent ho train finisher. He's mm. winding up for it, man. Yeah. That train is a coming. <laughs> And just as he's about to leave the station, Mark Henry mm. says, nope, no, 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 no. I got to hit the brakes on this and clotheslines Godfather. Well, Mark Henry's thinking about like all of the things that he can do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just he couldn't take the pressure. Uh, he, he tried. He did try. This addiction is, is a tough addiction. A to break. Addiction. Yes. Oh, leaving the Godfather stunned that his his, his new friend has turned <laughs> on him. Viscera takes full advantage and gives him the big old splash once again, putting Godfather away. The hoes are stunned. They don't know what to do. Stunned. <laughs> Mark Henry uh, is brought into the ring, and Viscera says, hey, we need to seal this new alliance. You splash him too. Mark Henry gives him the old one-two, big old belly splash, man. He takes the hose back to the locker room, but uh, Godfather still has a, a faithful two. Yeah. in the bunch that come to his aid. Those are probably the original two hosts because yeah, it's always yeah, yeah, yeah. the original ones are the ones that are going to remain the most faithful. Uh, Viscera does not like this. And he's like, hey, man, I, I can't let this fly. I have to set a precedent, you know, or <laughs> you hosts won't respect He's got to show that he, he, too, has a strong pimp hand. He does. He has he to does. have a strong pimp hand. But instead of his hand, he uses his belly and he splashes <laughs> one of them and just I think she died. She actually died that day. We we saw the death of a hoe. Yeah, another jumps on his back. He whips her off and uh, gives her a big, uh, j- just a big old body slam, mm. man. Flattens her out. Um, I love how he, he he kicks one out of the yeah. way. He goes to shove her with his <laughs> foot. Toss she her. like spins almost. <laughs> oh, but yeah, Viscera, oh. he makes his way out. The uh, evil, evil, big ass fucker, man. It, it, it was a, uh, I, it, it was a work of art. This, this, yes. uh, this, oh, the, this segment Monday nights in 1999 were, were, were something different times. Uh, yes. This, yes. this was uh, in $2 steak and no way uh, condones pimping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine with it. We're a very sex positive yes. podcast here. We, 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 uh, we support sex workers in a, in a healthy environment. Yeah. Not being, uh, <laughs> what? not being uh, put on the line against five hundred pounds. Yeah, they're, they're not property. <laughs> they are human beings. Oh, but hell of a match. We all love the Godfather. He's a he's a good dude, man. A good dude. Oh, are, you, are you trying to haiku? Man? I've got one too. To, I think. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna read mine first, and then you go. Okay. All right. The Ho Train derailed. Okay. Mark Henry needs therapy. <laughs> Hose be taking bumps. That's a good one. I, I, I also I, I think a good final line. I, I don't have a full one, 
Uh, please don't hurt the hose. <laughs> don't hurt the hose. Please don't hurt please the hose. Uh, hey. Can we talk about how uh, uncomfortable uh, Jerry the King Lawler made me throughout the entire match? Yeah, we need to touch on that because also in the late 90s, he, he did that on a weekly basis. On a weekly <laughs> basis. He, he says uh, at one point. You know what? Uh, he did not say puppies one single time. No, he said melons. Melons and, and cantaloupes and, and oranges. And, and tomatoes. tomatoes. And then he said he would like to have a meaningful overnight relationship (laughs) with one of the ladies. Uh, My mother, a strong Christian woman, allowed me to watch this. Yeah, I always, you know, when when the Ho Train, you know, music came on, you're always like, all right, we're... Where are they in the house? All right. And then you turn it down a little bit and you, you know, you have Cartoon Network (laughs) queued up, you know, to hit on your previous previous channel. But I was just, I was just flipping through the channel. Yeah. 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 Dexter's on, you know, Dexter's lab, (laughs) Dexter's laboratory. Uh, Yeah. So that, that, that was it. Please don't hurt the hose. Um, Cookie, your final thoughts on the Godfather matchup. Oh, on the Godfather matchup. Yeah. Um, I just want to say rest in peace to the two hoes. Uh, they got flattened out. <laughs> and to Viscera, who is actually dead. Yeah. 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 Rest, rest in peace to that as well. Also, um, it shows that African-Americans have range. How about That's that? Right. That's we, right. We got range. Um, cause Wiccan Satanists, you can, you can be pimps. You can be yep. sex addicts, sex addicts. You can be world heavyweight champions. champions. That's right. Yep. Oh, so there we go. Uh, it was a very ho uh, segment here on the high spot. Uh, let's 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 wrap it up, boys. We've got one and two more episodes left until the hundredth episode, which I have not come up with anything for mm. it at all. Special. Nothing special. special so far. We're going to have to come up with some sort of thing to uh, live the gimmick, as oh, Young yeah, Rock said. We're going to have to hit the writing room. It, it's going to be important. Uh, Tolbert, I, I'm going to need you to, to to give me your all. I will. I'm going to get some Roman candles, um, uh, some beers. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. Some of that, some we'll, of that crazy we'll get it done. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So we'll, we'll, we'll do something. Uh, 100th episode coming up. Thank you for listening to $2 Steak, a pro wrestling podcast. <laughs>